Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? Matt Mosley Show. Coming to you on a Friday. Lots of excitement following up John Morris doing his thing. And uh, John, uh, boy, I tell you, anytime uh, John is uh, doing anything, people are excited no matter where he shows up on the scene. Aaron Sexton alongside, as always, Aaron's been busy today. Lots of uh, audio coming in. Lots of, uh, oh, have the... the uh, have have lots of things going on. In fact, we've got live. We've got Baylor baseball coming up. We've been checking all how the uh, locals are doing these track meets. We've got softball going on, baseball, and a lot of it is um, happening. Aaron's right in the middle of it. I have just come from Cowboys rookie camp, Dallas Cowboys rookie camp, and you'll get to hear some of uh, the work. I did for that later in the program. In fact, for my Doomsday podcast with Ed Werder, I uh, was able to, we had a couple of exclusives today, including the first round pick, Tyler Smith. Had a few minutes with him, and we had uh, Will McClay, the vice president of personnel, the person in charge of putting together the board for the Cowboys. The board, Aaron, which everyone has seen now, everyone knows exactly uh, how the <laughs> Cowboys had it rated because they uh, Jerry held up the sign, kind of in jest, but he actually held it up, and they got a frame grab of it and, and were able to enlarge everything so we know the exact picks and when they were picked that the Cowboys made. So kind of an interesting thing. And so Will McClay, the man who puts the board together and is the top scout for the Cowboys. I mean, I guess you could say Jerry's the top scout, but not really. Will McClay is the guy. He and his staff, his scouting staff, they do a really nice job and uh, always fun to catch up with Will McClay. If you're you're a Cowboys fan, you should be a big Will McClay fan because he is the only reason that the Cowboys aren't the Lions right now. I thought you were going to say, if you're a Cowboys fan, you got to be listening at oh, 520 that, that today. Yeah, no. <laughs> Honestly, even though I'm not a Cowboys fan, I'm a huge Will McClay fan. He's he's great at his job. I mean, yeah. the times that he hadn't been overruled by defensive coordinators and Jerry, they've generally made great picks, him and the scouting department. That's one thing they do really well. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, he, does a, uh, tr- he does a nice job, and we had a good visit with him. And we'll let you hear that later in the program today. I think we've got that uh, set for about 5.20. And then 5.45, we'll have that uh, pregame show in Baylor baseball. Wasn't that weird, Aaron? You get in a rhythm in life, and you, you know, even with these playoff basketball games, you're kind of like, okay, tonight we have this, and this weekend Baylor's playing. It was so strange for the Bears to be off last weekend. Like, I found myself, Aaron, even – even after realizing that, I was still going to their Twitter site, you know, look checking scores to see how things were going, and they weren't even playing. Now, um, 
Friday night, uh, this is uh, so 6 o'clock first pitch. The game is in Manhattan. They're playing at Kansas State. And, Aaron, I will give you $500 if you know off the top of your head the name of the uh, Kansas State baseball park. Uh, let's call it $100 instead of $500. Do you know without looking? Bill Snyder Park. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> okay. I, I, after I said 500 I thought, golly, oh, the offshot Aaron knows this. I've really put myself <laughs> in a corner here. Um, the, it's Toynton, T-O-I-N-T-O-N, Family Stadium. I like that Kansas State, they just, everything's family. The, the, the place where they play football is Bill Snyder Family Stadium, and this is Toynton Family Stadium. Aaron, should we change it to McLean Family Stadium? I mean, just I mean, it is a family affair with the McLeans. I know Drayton the third, Drayton Jr., the man behind that stadium and that wonderful gift, the name, the namesake of the stadium. Should we call it McLean Family Stadium? I think we'll just leave it alone. Let's continue to call it McLean Stadium. Now, in a couple of minutes, we will hear from a, from two bankers, two of our local bankers. One of them happens to be a huge part of this show. Central National Bank is the presenting sponsor. And I uh, aired up, by the way, I was looking here at our on the day on the day of each series, they run this this week in Baylor baseball. Derek and and uh and Steve Rodriguez. And I'm just looking at it here. Steve always he's kind of I mean, he this must have been before they took off for Kansas State. But there's just something in his eye that suggests, Aaron, this is a big, big series. Now, the Bears' RPI is such that if they finish strong and then they had a strong performance in the tournament, who knows? Maybe they could climb into this thing. Do they need to win the Big 12 tournament? Eh, Maybe so. Maybe so. But, Aaron, the RPI is a big deal. All right? Have you noticed that baseball, It almost like – you know, we used to talk about with football, but especially baseball, it seems like who you play is more important than even if you win or not. Like, I'm sort of amazed because Dallas Baptist plays such an aggressive, tough schedule, they're, they're always ranked really high. And then you'll look and they'll be losing to Missouri State or Southern Illinois or somebody ridiculous. I mean, it's kind of funny how that all works, but the RPI is a big, big deal. All right, um, we do have Brian Fonville coming up. The bankers, they'll be calling in any minute now. The bat phone will go off. And uh, Oh, good. Okay. Um, we have uh, Brian Fonville, and uh, he, uh, he appears ready to go uh, today. And Brian and I got to hang out the other night, and that was uh, a lot of fun. And I made the mistake... Brian, of uh, playing tennis with you, and I, you had kind of played it down, which is what all of us should do, and and you went out there, and I mean, though we had some spirited back and forth, you did get the best of me, and it was a little bit, um, it, you didn't mean to rub it in, but the fact that while I drank seven to eight bottled waters before <laughs> you'd had a sip of water um, made it just a little bit of a struggle, but now, Brian. Before you react to all that, I understand that you have brought a guest. Joe, 
uh, is Joe Nesbitt, CEO, not not on with us this week. You've brought a a very special guest, and he is a, a big time officer there at Central National Bank. Will you introduce your guest today? Yeah, Matt. I brought you know since you were talking about tennis. In the spirit of that theme, I've brought on what I'm going to say is probably the best tennis banker in all of Central Texas, maybe all of Texas, and that is Matt Smith. He's the executive officer at our Bosky location, uh, commercial loan officer, and uh, yeah, he's he's our tennis guru. He's also the guy that we we try to put him in all these golf tournaments that we sponsor because uh, he's kind of the ringer that we bring in to, to make sure we're high up on the leaderboard. Well, I don't know about claiming that title of best in, in Waco, but, I, you know, I was really looking for a job that could maximize the amount of time I spent on the golf course, and uh, <laughs> I, think, I think I found it. I like it. I like it. Be careful. Joe's out there taking notes, uh, the CEO of Central National Bank, uh, but uh, I, I do like that. Uh, Matt, you are a loan officer at that Bosky uh, location and also an executive officer uh, Matt, do you feel like they pass out a lot of those executive titles? Now, I, I, I understand you have uh, you certainly uh, have earned that. But boy, I mean, even even the other day when I was introducing Brian Fonville to a couple of my buddies on the tennis courts, he did go ahead and say, "Hey, I'm Brian Fonville, Executive Vice President at Central <laughs> National Bank." <laughs> Listen, there's only about 17 executive officers, I think. So we, you know, <laughs> it takes quite a bit to get that. So yeah, uh, yeah. I well, I, play it. I, uh, yeah, that's fun having uh, Matt Smith on with us today. And Matt, he is, uh, uh, he, he was. Uh, Brian's been bragging on you, and in fact, people don't even know it. You were helping recently. I was interviewing one of the big time uh, Baylor players, Mati Soto. And in yeah. addition to being a really good tennis player and sounds like golf and everything you do, you really have been a big supporter of the Baylor men's tennis program. And, Matt, I, give us a quick update here. They're, they're headed off uh, – actually, they're hosting it tonight. And so I think if they win this, then you start getting closer. I think it's the Sweet 16s next. And, of course, they're hoping to return – to that championship level match they almost won the whole thing last year uh matt is this baylor tennis team even deeper than than last year's team or how would you how would you kind of rate their chances as they uh as they get ready for another big match this evening out there at the herd center yeah it's a it's a very very good team um you know it's hard to compare the two uh, you know, all these matches come down to just a handful of big points on a lot of different courts. And so they definitely have a chance. Um, they're, they're playing the Sweet 16 tonight. We play Stanford. Stanford's got a great uh, team. I've heard that even, you know, Patrick McEnroe may even be in town to, to help announce it. And so there should be a great crowd. It starts at 630. There's a lot of festivities, food out there, some snow cone trucks. Uh, I think they got bounce houses for the kids. And so it should be a great environment, very spirited environment. If you've never been to one of the Baylor men's tennis matches, it's uh, it's very loud. You wouldn't expect it. You know, if you watch tennis on TV, it's it's not real quiet. A um, lot of lot of yelling, a lot of cheering. Um, but yeah, so this is a Sweet 16. If they win this round, um, then more than likely they would play Tennessee in the Elite Eight. Um, and the Elite Eight, and then the final rounds are going to be hosted in Chicago this year. Um, and so. Um, I'm excited. They've got a good chance against 
Stanford, like I said, they played Tennessee. They actually played Tennessee earlier this year in February in the indoor national tournament uh, in the semifinals. And Tennessee ended up winning that one in a very tight match. Um, but a lot of good teams out there. You know, TCU is number one. Tennessee's in there. Florida is, is who uh, beat us in the championship last year. They've got a great team again. Um, so a lot of a lot of good tennis to come, and I'm excited for Baylor's chances for sure. Now, Matt, can you tell me real quick, talking to to, uh, to Matt Smith, loan officer out at uh, the Bosque location of Central National Bank, what is your secret? I, I got to say, I uh, I did not, I don't think I quite went into my match against Brian Fonville with the right mindset. I uh, I knew he would be able to, I knew he was in like tip-top shape. The, the, the mistake I made was thinking that I could at some point you know, hit the ball real hard, and he might struggle with some of my pace. None of that happened. None of that came to fruition. Matt, have you ever seen anyone with a with a wind up serve quite like Fonville's, where he kind of does a step and then? I mean, it's like I, I got so mesmerized by the approach to the serve that the that the serve would kind of sneak on by me. He has a he does have a very unique motion. It is kind of hard to to focus while all of that's going on on the other side of the court. And I can confirm that running him around is not the way to go. He, uh, <laughs> he, can, run, he can run miles and miles. Um, I had the opportunity to play him once uh, a couple of years ago, and, and our, our story sounded very similar, just switched a little bit. Um, we, we made a little wager on the match, and, you know, I asked how many games he thought he might won, and I think at that point he realized, you know, maybe – Maybe he's getting in a little over his head for somebody that didn't play as much tennis as I did growing up. Yeah, we had a lot of fun, and I did I did enjoy watching that serve. Mosley well, it smoked me, and uh, I think I got him to deuce a couple of times, maybe just out of the goodness of Matt's heart. But, uh, yeah, I looked at Matt, and I was like, I can run circles around this guy. But uh, he Matt doesn't make any errors, and he places the ball wherever he wants, and it was not, it was not pretty. You're very experienced. Oh, that's that's so kind of you to say publicly, but yeah, you you put it on me, and uh, the top spin is something, Matt. If I would, if I were you, and if I and if you've beaten Fonville, which it sounds like you did, I would just not play him again because the last two years since y'all's played, he's developed some crazy top spin move, and it's the dangest thing you've ever seen. And uh, and of course, the ball's jumping at you from every angle, so uh, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then we, I took him to uh, my favorite taqueria, and uh, he was able to experience some. Uh, I don't, I don't know what all, what all you had. Uh, short rib, some uh, pork belly burn-ins. I don't know if you went to Oyster Po' Boy or not, but uh, mushroom. Yeah, that may be the key is taking him to there, taking him to that place before the tennis match. <laughs> Get him all cool on some of those things. Hey Matt, if you come down here to play tennis with uh, Matt Smith and me, we're, Matt will want to take you to Tom's Burgers. That's right. Ooh, I'm I, I'm I totally. Anybody in Central Texas makes 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 a better better burger than Tom's Burger. Yeah, well, now I I've got a lot that I like in Central Texas, and one of my first dates with my wife happened to be at Captain Billy Whizbangs, and. Um, she knew what she was getting into uh, with being married, be, dating me at least when 
our waitress came to the table wearing house shoes, and I think I think at that point Meredith kind of kind of knew what was up, what maybe which direction this thing was headed. But uh, well, Matt, it's great to uh, have you on. I know y'all got a big shred day coming up. No one likes shredding more documents than Brian Fonville, and uh, that shredding uh, that shred day is tomorrow morning. Brian, real quick, tell people where they can come shred all those documents. Thanks, Matt. It's uh, 930 to 11 o'clock at our Highway 84 location. That's 8320 West Highway 84. It's going to be in our back parking lot, and uh, we'll be out there tomorrow morning. We just ask that uh, you kind of keep it to, to three boxes or bags, but if it's plus or minus a bag or two, we're not going to enforce that. So, yeah. You heard him. No rules, no enforcement. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> this is like the NIL era of the uh, of college football and basketball. It sounds like what uh, CNB Shred Day is like. Matt, thanks for coming on. Uh, really, um, uh, you know, no no offense to Joe, but I really thought you brought a lot to the table today. And uh, you can come on anytime. And you rest assured, we'll go out to eat or go have some fun. We are never going to meet on the tennis court. I mean, it, it, after what I've heard, <laughs> so that will. And, and thanks for having me. You bet. You bet. All right. All right, Fonville, take it easy, okay? Thanks, Matt. Have a good one. Okay. Okay. Fonville's already skivved off there, and he's ready for a shirtless run as he heads into this weekend. It's Matt Mosley's show, uh, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Sexton alongside. We got chilling with Quillen next. Curtis Your Quillen. Your report is brought to you by the uh, Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. We'll see mostly cloudy and muggy conditions on this Friday night. Low temperatures fall to 72 degrees. Tomorrow, mostly sunny skies. We've got a weak front moving through, and that may kick off a 20% chance of a shower late in the day. I think most of us stay dry with a high of 95 and mostly sunny, hot and humid on Sunday with a high of 98. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time. And we're joined now by Jeff Wilson from RangersToday.com. First of all, when you're talking about Willie Calhoun or Zach Rex, you're talking about the last guy on the team, the 13th position player out of 13. So I think you kind of have to put it in context there. How big of a deal is it? It's a big deal because he was the guy in the U Darvish trade. And, you know, one thing that thought Willie had outgrown was, for lack of a better word, his poutiness when something goes wrong. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and Western Home Decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. 
Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola? for your backyard or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom, conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. For the best burger in town, go to Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers, 1810 Harry. At Double R, they use fresh ingredients and cook your burger just the way you want it. If you have an event coming up, such as a wedding or graduation party, let Double R handle all your catering needs. For more information on catering, give David or Perry a call at 254-753-1603. That's 254-753-1603. Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers, 1810 Harry. Open Monday through Friday until 4.30 and Saturdays until 2.00. Golke Family Farms provides the ultimate in custom application and fertilizer for all your road crops and pasture needs. They are a distributor of fertilizer for farmland, grain, feed, hay, pasture crops, and vegetation for agricultural and farm supplies, along with growing and raising corn, wheat, and sorghum. Golke Family Farms is your local contact for LG corn seed and their performing corn hybrids and grain sorghum products. A proud supporter of Crawford High School Athletics, Golke Family Farms, seven generations strong. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. NFL schedule is out. Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams will host the Buffalo Bills on September 8th. Cowboys get two Sunday night games and one Monday night game. Dallas Mavericks keep the series alive, beating the Suns 113-86. Heat close out their series, beating the 76ers 99-90. In the NHL, Dallas hosts Calgary tonight. Calgary leads the series 3-2. Bosqueville heading to the area round in baseball playoffs, beating Italy 10-0 last night. Tonight in UIL playoffs, softball game two with Crawford and Italy six o'clock first pitch and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM Rangers win a series beating KC three to one Texas starts a series with Boston tonight at home 705 first pitch and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas It is Matt Mosley's show. Friday. Thank you, the Baylor Club. Oh, the beautiful Baylor Club. Love sitting up there. Love uh, everything they do to make it so nice, those panoramic views. And I, that it's also a place where I like taking my friends, much like Curtis Quillen, chilling with Quillen. It is a Friday, and Curtis, boy, he's been hard at it. He's got all kinds of broadcasts tonight. And the man has to work all afternoon just so he can get out there and go see softball games, baseball games. Curtis, I um, hope you're doing well. I I'm, I'm hope this weekend, perhaps, you don't have another wedding. I mean, my gosh, you must be at that, time, that age where all of your friends are getting married. Because it, it does seem like almost at least once a month you've been attending a wedding here recently. How how are you this weekend? Are you do you have to go to a wedding or will you be able to hang around? Things I get to hang out at the house and do whatever I need to do or want to do. First time I'll have had a weekend at home uh, without my family being at the house with us since February, maybe. Uh, <laughs> it's been a busy few months. You, you mentioned weddings. I think my uh, fiance and I did a count recently. We have been at seven weddings since October 1st, and then ours is next month. And so it's a, we are at that age. Uh, it, lately, it's been a lot of her friends. We've been to two, um, two of my friends' weddings. Most of mine are not married yet. Uh, most of hers are. So we're going to about to start that transition where we go from a lot of weddings where I'm her plus one to a lot of weddings where I'm the main invitation recipient and saying, here's my better half and you'll enjoy her more than you enjoy me. Yeah. At some point you'll stop going to these things when you're really young, like you are, you go to them because your wife wants to see her friends. And at some point it'll hit you. You don't go unless you're asked to be in the wedding. Like you, <laughs> you're just like I'm not gonna go unless I'm standing up there with the groom as a groomsman. But uh, well, it sounds like uh, uh, fun times are being had. I I met a kid today. At, I was at Cowboys rookie camp, and there's a young guy interning uh, for the Cowboys, or maybe he's working for the Cowboys PR. And and he said, "Hey, are you from Waco?" To me, and I said, "Well, no, but but I spent a lot of time there." And uh, he said, "Well, my dad's the new head fo- AD and head football coach at Troy, and I think this past year, ah. so his, yeah, and he, they came from Comanche, 
And this kid played quarterback mm-hmm. in something else at Comanche. And then his dad made the move to Troy. They wanted to be in Central Texas. And uh, and his, this kid's name is Bront. And uh, so anyway, great guy. And, and I was out there. He, he was the one who gave me the Cowboys roster today. Is I was out there examining okay. all the rookies and all that kind of stuff. So you, even when you're up in the Metroplex, like I was today, you know, you're never far from Central Texas. There's always a good not, connection. Not at all. I mean, I remember when Stephen Hermsmeyer got the job there in Troy, uh, I asked him, you know, what, what attracted you to the job? And he gave, you know, two different types of answers, just like there always is, no matter what profession you're in. There's always reasons you like a job that are related to the profession. And there's always reasons that you like a job that are related to your personal life away from work. And he mentioned, you know, the athletes in Central Texas. You see what Troy did under Ronnie Porter. Uh, That all speaks for itself. And then you look at the personal aspects of it. He has a son at St. Houston State. And then the the son that you mentioned who works in the video department there for the Cowboys. And um, that puts him about the same distance from both of them. That drive from Comanche to, to Huntsville. That's long. Uh, that drive from uh, Comanche to Dallas, also long. And so, yeah. you know, being in Troy, right on 35, being able to go hop up on Highway 6, get to Bryan College Station, and then it's just a hop, skip, and a jump over to Huntsville, uh, makes it a much more desirable situation. And so when you see these, you know, coaching moves where it seems like it might be a lateral move or a barely step up uh, from a football pedigree perspective, you have to remember there's always other factors at hand. And uh, that's a, a walking, talking, breathing example of one of those external factors when Stephen Hermsmeyer got the Troy job. Yeah, well, and his son's name Bront because at some point they, the uh, he and St- and Bront's mom were in Bront, Texas, uh, together. Maybe that's where they first met, and they named their son, their first son Bront. And uh, it's spelled, I think, B-R-O-N-T-E. So interesting stuff there. Now, let's get – let me uh, – I just like to give you these uh, tidbits, uh, uh, Curtis. Now, Curtis, what, give us the, the latest uh, – yesterday, you'd have been proud of me. I was talking some – Lake Belton is doing a great job. They're, you know, doing great in the state track and field. Any, any track and field updates you can give us? And then I want you to move into some softball, baseball, because it seems like lots of Central Texas kids are involved at, at both levels of this. It's 2A, 5A, I believe, today at State Track. So it's a little bit of a slower day for Central Texas, but still a, a, a few silvers uh, for the Central Texas area. Um, I know one from the Rosebud Lot area and or from Rosebud Lot's program. Um, and a couple uh, closer to Bell County as well. And I know Waco's had a strong, the Waco area has had a strong showing today as well. A uh, really good week for uh, state track. And, uh, you know, tomorrow's obviously the big day with 1A and 6A uh, uh, finishing tomorrow. Uh, a little, this, a little, not disappointed because La Vega is good. And the, I mean, you know that their track team, it doesn't speak any less of the track team, uh, but it is sad to see La Vega's relay streak come to an end. Uh, at at the 4A level yesterday. Um, But, you know, I think that shows how much Class 4A is increasing in uh, competition level um, because that is a program that's owned relays for the past few years. And so uh, good showing uh, for Central Texas all the way around. I mean, I lost count of the number of medals from our area yesterday. Um, But the, the ones that stood out to me was Chris Preddy, uh, clearing 50 foot in uh, in the triple jump that stood out to me 
Well, I like it when you uh, when you talk triple jump. We also had some great uh, pole vaulters out in West. We had a uh, we had a high jumper. Uh, our man uh, Eastman uh, out there at Lake Belt. Well, does Lake Belton? You talk about producing some athletes, and and I'm sure our buddies over at Belton High School are like, yeah, some of them. You know, we'd love to have some of those folks over here. But my goodness, yeah. at Lake. Lake Belton's already making a big impact, and as I was being reminded yesterday, you know, when you look at football, for instance, they have one of the top wide receivers in the country, uh, a Baylor defensive back for 2023, great player. So Lake mm-hmm. Belton producing some uh, some re- really fine, and I, that that guy I was trying to think of East, uh, Eastman uh, Hammond is. Uh, is the one who had this six eight high jump, and he's a really good basketball player as well. So some very exciting things going on in the uh, in the world of uh, uh, track and field, and then uh, and then softball and baseball. Now you might have heard right here on ESPN Central Texas, we've been kind of uh, with Tom. Tom does a great job on baseball. He's been doing some Bosqueville, Italy. Got to say that right, Italy, and uh, so some some great softball and baseball going on as well. Yeah, some really incredible softball and baseball. And uh, to touch on your Lake Belton note there real quick, Matt, you know uh, that's an area of Belton ISD with a lot of resources and a lot of uh, really just incredible athletes. Not that the not that the south part of Belton ISD doesn't have it, uh, but that Morgan's Point uh, Resort area kind of lends its hand into that. And, you know, if, uh, if Lake Belton High School existed in the 2016 and 17 seasons, uh, that would be the high school program that had produced a second-round draft pick this year instead of Belton High to kind of give you uh, an idea of where a lot of the talent and resources are in Belton ISD at the moment. Uh, but you mentioned baseball and softball, and, man, some of these towns are really coming out for these games. Uh, Academy filled the stands at Lake Belton yesterday for uh, baseball game one against Whitney. Uh, they'll play game two tonight up on the on the banks of Lake Whitney, and so – That'll be that's a fun series. Um, I don't think words can describe the dominance Crawford is showing in softball at the moment. How in the world do you go up against a pitcher that had your number last year uh, in Italy and Emily Janik and score twenty runs? Matt, I only shot the first inning of that game because I had four <laughs> runs before there was ever an out. I had all the highlights I needed so that I could go to West and finish up with West Franklin game one, which by the way, those were both awesome games. Uh, I get done with the 10 o'clock up in West and uh, walk over and shake hands and say hi to David Woodard, our good friend and uh, the athletic director, head football coach there at West high. And this man is standing in the third base bullpen at 1030 at night, Matt. He had to drive to Austin after that because all of his state track, uh, competitors wanted to support the baseball and softball teams that night and they refused to leave until the game was over and it went to 11 innings think about wow. that that wow. is that is some awesome support and i believe one of them uh you know not getting to austin till you know one o'clock in the morning at 9 a.m jumps and wins gold i believe and so there's some unbelievable baseball, softball, but it all goes hand in hand uh, at the high school level. Um, and then tonight you've got uh, Midway looking to bounce back on the road at Rockwall in baseball. Uh, Midway softball can wrap up a spot in the regional semifinals next week. I mean, there's just so many really cool um, 
games going, uh, games in series. In fact, uh, Matt Lively, our intrepid, he will be up in Midlothian for uh, the Midway softball game, game two, and he'll head down to Waxahachie for uh, game two with Lorena. Uh, I will, here in a few minutes, I will head down to Salado for game two of uh, the Cameron Yeoman and the Troy Trojans, which is an awesome series. Um, and then uh, there's a potential that we could see Weston Franklin in a game three tomorrow in Salado. And there's, you know, it's a beautiful facility that Salado ISD invested in, and it's hosted some amazing uh, playoff baseball and softball the last couple of years, and this year's no exception. Well, you know who lives in Salado? Drayton McLean third. It lives in Salado and has yes, some uh, sons that are, are great there. And, boy, they, you're right, tremendous support. They got a uh, they got an awesome high school football coach, former Allen coach. And Allen jobs open, by the way. I bet there'll be a few – I, I bet there'll that. be a, f- a few, uh, uh, you know, resumes floating in that direction. But that's a uh, – that's an in- – boy, you always do a good job of covering the whole state – that what do you have you heard i just saw the news this morning does do we know where chad morris is going like obviously you would think he has a college opportunity but uh that's pretty rough deal to take what's maybe one of the most coveted uh high school coaching jobs in the country and then leave after one season i mean that that thing was that got a lot of attention they hire him, and then he leaves after a season. So I'm sure he has his reasons. I would say on the surface that thing doesn't look that great for him. But, again, maybe he has some kind of great college opportunity. Have you heard anything on that front? So, Matt, the one thing I can tell you when it comes to these kinds of coaching things, because obviously I don't know Allen ISD as well as I know some of the schools here in the Central Texas area, um, but judging off of behavior of past coaches, I don't think Terry Gamble, former Midway coach who went left Midway to go to Allen, I don't think he's coached his last football game because when you see him coach, you see the energy still there. Um, one thing to keep in mind with Allen is with a school that size, naturally you're bound to have some politicking that has to go on from the head football coach. It just comes when you have a, a program in a school that size, that magnitude, uh, of a program, you know, you have some donor, maybe, maybe you have some donors that uh, want to stay in how things are done. Again, I don't know this to be a fact. I don't cover Allen ISD, but I've heard stories in other school districts where this happens. And so I'm just taking what I know about coaching at the high school and the college level. And I'm assuming, let me be very clear about that. Um, and so maybe it was, maybe part of it is, you know, I proved I can still do it. I'm good. I don't need to do this politicking. Maybe maybe there's a small chance that that's what happened. Uh, but I believe the announcement from Allen ISD was that he had an opportunity at the, to return to the college level. Um, and I know that I, I, I have a hunch that he doesn't like the way his collegiate coaching career ended this past time. You know, uh, unsuccessful at Arkansas as a head coach. Um, he was on a, a coaching staff that got fired at Auburn as an offensive coordinator. Um, those those two things together are going to leave a sour taste in anybody's mouth. So I believe that he has a college coaching opportunity. Um, I don't know if maybe it's an analyst, a GA, a quality control role. I don't know what kind of position it's going to be. Um, but I believe that he has that. But we do need to make sure, like, politicking is a thing that exists in coaching. And sometimes it is part of what uh, – has a hand in some coaching changes and the thing is we don't 
we often don't know about it. But if the yeah. school district is saying that he has a chance to go back to the college game, seeing his resume, seeing the way that that ended the last time, I am inclined to believe that he may have an opportunity. As far as where, I have no earthly idea. Yeah, I think he found out there's more pressure at Allen than there is at SMU. <laughs> I, 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 I think, I think he, I think wrong. he, yeah, I think there's some facilities might be better at Allen, but uh, but nothing against nothing against the Mustangs. By the way, there's an arms race going right now. I think everybody thinks that in like a few years they're going to have another chance to get in the Big Twelve. And I was seeing Memphis made some big announcement with their facilities. And then I saw Boise State hit back with they're going to be doing some huge things. So I find that interesting. I think SMU, uh, I think South Florida, I think all those schools that were once considered for the Big 12 and didn't get in this last time are doing everything in the world to try to be ready for 2025 because you know what happens in 2025, Curtis, is the new TV deal will kick in. So yep. I think it'll I think it'll be but fascinating. One thing to keep in mind with the Liberty Bowl and a lot of national reporters have pointed it out. You can put lipstick on a pig, still a pig. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Although y'all did doozy up that Boone Pickens Stadium. My gosh, that was uh that was a well, that, that was a, a whole new stadium altogether there. Okay. I thought that was like I, I guess y'all just added a whole bunch of uh stuff in the end zone and everything but uh okay it was a uh... giant video board <laughs> <laughs> all right well listen uh have a great weekend and tell everybody hi in salado and run by johnny's get you a little uh maybe get your barbecue sandwich or something if you have time always a great venue i love that place i appreciate it matt enjoy your weekend my friend you too. There he goes, Curtis Quillen, chilling with Quillen. We do it on Fridays. And uh, the sports director at Channel 6, trying to figure out, I mean, uh, the whole community is trying to figure out how do we how do we move on without Nikki Natarulo? I mean, is it is it possible? Will there still be local news? Uh, but everybody seems to be moving forward, and everything's going to be okay. All right, it's uh, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas, next It's time for Campus Confidential. What does Aaron Sexton have in store for us? That's next. Baylor Baseball headed to Manhattan, Kansas for a three-game series with Kansas State this weekend. Games Friday at 6 p.m., Saturday at 4, and Sunday at 1 for the Bears and the Wildcats from the Little Apple. Bears, Wildcats, Big 12 Baseball this weekend from the Little Apple. Join Derek Smith and Max Calderon this weekend here on ESPN Central Texas. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. 
Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show, and I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Refinance your vehicle with Genco and skip payments for 90 days. Rates as low as 1.99% APR for 48 months. Online applications will get an additional 0.1% off their rate and have a chance to win a 0% auto loan. With rates predicted to rise, I can refinance my car loan now and then I'll save big in the months and years to come. Thank you, Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco! Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. NFL schedule is out. Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams will host the Buffalo Bills on September 8th. Cowboys get two Sunday night games and one Monday night game. Dallas Mavericks keep the series alive, beating the Suns 113-86. Heat close out their series, beating the 76ers 99-90. In the NHL, Dallas hosts Calgary tonight. Calgary leads the series 3-2. Boskeville heading to the area round in baseball playoffs, beating Italy 10-0 last night. Tonight in UIL playoffs, softball game two with Crawford and Italy six o'clock first pitch and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM Rangers win a series beating KC three to one Texas starts a series with Boston tonight at home 705 first pitch and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and uh, what a what a, uh, a Friday it has been. Busy Friday for uh, for me and for uh, Aaron. I uh, have made the trip up to the Metroplex and spent time out at Cowboys Rookie Camp and had some uh, had a lot of fun being a part of that and and uh, looking at every aspect of the Cowboys rookie roster. And we had some interviews. One of those was a uh, exclusive with the Cowboys' first-round pick, a quick one with him, and then a nice long interview with the Cowboys' vice president of player personnel, Will McClay. And we'll let you hear that at around 5.20 as we get you ready for some Baylor baseball. Baylor is in Manhattan, Kansas, Little Apple. Aaron, I wonder if they'll jump by and say hello to old friend Jerome Tang. You know, he's probably lonely up there. Not a lot of people <laughs> live in Manhattan. And maybe the baseball team could run by and just say hello to Jerome as uh, as he kind of makes his way around town. He still needs to fill out some uh, roster spots. All right, Aaron, Campus Confidential, what do you have for us today? Well, you and uh, Curtis Quillen mentioned it briefly in the last segment, but the city of Memphis and the University of Memphis will spend at least $150 million to renovate the home of the annual Liberty Bowl before the 2025 season. The renovation <laughs> announced yesterday could reach us much as $200 million. The plans is to change the west side with new premium seating options and add a hospitality halo space around the stadium as well as family boxes and party deck patios for students in the south uh, part of a lot of schools, as you mentioned, kind of uh, upgrading their facilities with hopes of maybe a, an invite to a larger conference sometime in the future. That's the one thing Bob Bowlesby, you know, did is is he made everybody go through that dog and pony show whenever that was, 2016 or 17, yeah. and they all tried to get ready for it. Now they're trying to do it again. Now Bob will not be around uh, in this next round if they do expand. Somebody else will be in charge. But the other day, Aaron – uh, Chuck Carlton, not to beat up on Bob too much, but Chuck Carlton of the Dallas Morning News was kind of he was had a little interview with with Bowlesby. At some point in the uh, story, he just said, "Well, he said this may not be a popular opinion, but Bowlesby did a very solid job as the Big Twelve Commissioner." And I was just like, "Really? Is that what? Are we just being? It's, I mean, it's almost kind of like Bob's Bob's still with us. <laughs> I mean, he you know a lot of times you don't want to say if if somebody has passed on you don't want to say anything negative in the aftermath of that. And uh, I thought that was really weird. Bob overall had an extremely solid run as the Big Twelve Commissioner. It's like absolutely no, did not. The conference almost blew up twice. <laughs> under his watch, the conference has pretty much been obliterated. So, I don't know. I mean, fortunately, they were able to get everybody together. But I'd give, you know, uh, President Livingstone and Mac and the folks Burns and the people at uh, Oklahoma State. I'd give all the Texas Tech. I like that Texas Tech guy, Lawrence Chauvinek or whatever his name is. Those are the people that kind of held this thing together. So let's be a little careful. But, uh, again, I don't want to make this into a Bob bashing scene. 
I, I have to laugh at the University of Memphis announcement, Aaron, because as happens with me sometimes, I just happened to see a bunch of Boise State stuff. And it, it, it came to my attention that what they were responding to was Memphis announcing this big renovation. But because of my lack of interest in Memphis, the <laughs> University of Memphis, I didn't quite get around to checking. So when you were given the story, I was glad because I was like, oh, okay. Uh, even when Quillen mentioned that thing, <laughs> I, mean, I knew they had done something, but when Quillen said something about the renovation, I didn't even know <laughs> what they had renovated. I just knew they had done something. But who knows? They do have a nice... They turned the old pyramid where they used to play basketball uh, into uh, a, what's the fishing place? What's the huge boat fishing and boat? What's it called, Aaron? Based out of Branson, Missouri. Uh, it's Bass Pro. Or Bass, Bass Pro. Pro. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They turned the old pyramid into a Bass Pro. And, and then, in fact, it had uh, the Bass Pro shop. Is, it's, a, it's a Bass Pro, and it's, uh, it's also a hotel. In the pyramid. Oh, wow. And when my daughter was about she's 14 now, let's call it 10. When she was 9 or 10, we went through there, and you would have thought that was Disney World. I mean, she was, in her mind, staying at that Bass Pro was would, would be the end-all, be-all. Now, if I tried to go do that, I don't think she would, <laughs> even, she would really care. Right. <laughs> but at the time, man, that was... a. That was a big moment for her, a Bass Pro Shop that had a hotel in it. And uh, I, I now regret not just staying in Memphis, but I think, oh, I know what I'd done. I had made reservations at the famous Duck Walk. It's called the Peabody in downtown Memphis, the Peabody Hotel. So I think we stayed there. All right, Aaron, that's enough of the Mosley <laughs> travel stories. What else do you have for us? BYU will suspend its football series against Utah State after their game this year as they prepare to enter the Big 12 in 2023. The teams will meet September 29th in Provo. BYU and Utah were set to meet annually through 2026, but the contract allowed games to be voided because of changes in conference affiliation and BYU obviously joining the Big 12 starting in 2023. Change that. Utah State and BYU have met 90 times since 1922 and both schools Hope to schedule future meetings, but as of right now, there will be no BYU-Utah State football game. That was a lot of Mormon versus Mormon type stuff going on there. I mean, that was Utah State. Uh, and then, of course, the Utah. Which one do they call the Holy War? Is that BYU against Utah? I think so. Yeah, the Holy War. Could we change the Holy War to... Baylor versus BYU, the Baptists versus the Mormons. Did we ever establish if Waco has a uh, tabernacle? Are the LDS community, do they have a place to worship in, within the Waco city limits? Text us if you know the answer to this. Aaron, you know you've lived there your whole life. Have you ever run across a, a, I, uh, a Mormon place of worship? I, not that I know of. I mean, I'm, not, I'm sure there is in a town this size, but I don't know. <laughs> we'll Google that also. That's that's a great research the two of us just did. I'm sure there is one in the in a side in a town this large. Meanwhile, we can't find a place for the there LDS is. folks. Yes, there oh, is. good. Where? What road is that on? I'd like to if they would allow me to. 
I'd like to have kind of a, a home and home. I'd like to go to a service at the Tabernacle, and and, uh, and then I would I would like to invite somebody kind of over to Columbus Avenue with me. What do you think, Aaron? Like a home and home type series? Does it say what street the the Mormon Church is on? Um, it says Viking Drive. Okay, <laughs> okay, fine. Aaron, we've spent a lot of time combined in living in Waco. I don't know why I don't know Viking. Well, it's is. in the uh, Viking Hills area. Oh, Dale, oh, over there, off there, Austin. Yeah. Huh? Not old. Okay, no, Viking no, over Hills. over towards uh, Ridgewood. <laughs> well, I think of Vikings. Okay, out. Oh, out by the lake. Yes, out that direction. Out where Fonville jogs. Guys, always man. Other day, first set, right halfway through the set. I don't know if he's trying to intimidate me or what. Aaron just just takes his shirt off in the middle of the set. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He did not. He did not do that. He's probably listening right now saying, stop it, Mosley. He was good. I was not making that up, Aaron. I was not just like being nice. He got, he had some kind of exaggerated topspin move. Called it. Uh, what's that? You called that he was going to win? Easily, yes. <laughs> It was not easy. Oh, okay. I made it. Right. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, I it, he at least had to work for it. Although working for it, I think he maybe had one sip of water in two sets, so I, I didn't make him work that hard. <laughs> Meanwhile, at one point, I asked him to go to his car because he had like several waters out in his car, and I needed reinforcements. I was struggling in a big way. My wife saw the. Um, aftermath of that because the next day i said hey you want to go hit some balls and we walked we went out there yesterday and Aaron, she was like what's wrong with you like i would i wasn't trying at all and i couldn't get to any balls and i just said well i played with this real young guy yesterday (laughs) all right Aaron, any any other things you'd like to get off your chest any other college any other any other nuggets that you can share with us uh Former Memphis and Arizona quarterback Grant Gunnell has committed to North Texas, according to ESPN's Pete Thamel. Gunnell, who transferred from Arizona to Memphis in December 2020, missed all of the 2021 season with a leg injury. He was Arizona's starter in 2020 and played eight games there in 2019. He will have three years of eligibility left at North Texas. What did you say his name was, Grant Gunnell or Gunnell? Yeah, I believe it's Gunnell. All right, we'll keep our eye on him. I know uh, one of my UNT buddies was uh, had his eye on Gary uh, uh, Taylor Bryan, a great SID. I uh, was in charge of football, did a tremendous job, and uh, he was uh, he was wanting Gary Bohannon to transfer to UNT. But it turns out they find another quarterback. Gary is now at South Alabama, uh, South Florida. Excuse me, South Florida. <laughs> Oh, by the way, did you know I um, I met a wide receiver today? Or I actually just kind of walked by his locker, and he was doing an interview. Um, but the South Alabama, speaking of South Alabama, third-round pick for the Cowboys, Jalen Tolbert, was on the scene today. And I was very impressed. He got off the line well. Um, I Everything about him seems very impressive. And they got a tight end that they're loving. Uh, a, I think they got him in the fourth round, a tight end out of Wisconsin that I uh, got to see today. More of that to come. we got a big interview coming up at 520 with Will McClay, the Cowboys' vice president of personnel, and we're going to feature that. That'll be at 520 today. Pretty cool stuff. Next, Aaron, 
We look at the Cowboys schedule. The Cowboys 2022 schedule was released along with other NFL teams yesterday. Let's take a peek at it real quick. We'll do it next. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com some things never change like the commitment to service and protection the niche group insurance agency has offered since 1949 whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running adding cyber liability for a remote workforce or if you're needing to pause your current coverage our team is here for the protection you need when you need it whatever your coverage needs talk to the experts that care call the niche group to discuss your personal commercial and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302 Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com slash KRZI. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. 
Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I'd been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. On his uh, Matt Mosley Matt Mosley show got a great uh, interview coming up that we did. This was um, uh, Ed Werder and I. Ed and I do a podcast together, and we were just out at rookie Cowboys rookie camp today, and had a one-on-one with uh, Will McClay, the vice president of uh, personnel for the Cowboys. And I've been wanting to talk to you, to everyone about this schedule. We'll do more on it Monday, I promise. I, I just. Um, there's a, there's just so much going on right now. Uh, it is, uh, uh, and, and part of it is I want to get to this Tyler Smith interview that we conducted. We had a, a quick. He had to go to a meeting, but we got a quick little sit down with the Cowboys' first round pick. And I really, um, I like his attitude. I like the spirit. I like a lot of the things that uh, that he brings. Now. Real quick, because I promised you a little scheduled talk on the Cowboys. We'll do more of this on Monday. It, I, I think everything looks okay. I just think that the, those first two games, and the good news is they're at home. The bad news is, and it, we knew, again, who they were going to play. We just didn't know what order it was going to be in. That's what's funny about the, the schedule. It seems like this new information. What's new about it is you find out, okay, which games are going to be on national TV, which games are going to be when and where, which going to be Monday night, Sunday night. That's, that's the fun part of it. Cowboys open with two straight home games. This almost never happens. It hadn't happened in years. It was supposed to happen back uh, when, when the, uh, uh, the terrorist attacks of 9-11, and obviously that one was uh, pushed off the uh, second week. The, the first week is uh, September 11th against the Buccaneers, 7 o'clock. That's it. Uh, we knew about that one. That's going to be a, a Sunday night game. Okay. And then they host the next week, the Bengals come to town. There are easier ways to open your season than hosting the Buccaneers and the Bengals. So, hello, Tom Brady. Hello, Burrow. Then you go at Giants. Commanders come to you uh, at Rams, at Eagles, Lions, Bears. Then a bye. Week 9 bye. I think that's a good place. And then November 13th. Cowboys go to Green Bay. Mike McCarthy's first trip back there. 
tough places, uh, the toughest parts of this schedule? Well, the fact that they play three of the four final, the last games on the road. Now, the good news is it's Jaguars, Titans, and Commanders. Other than the Titans, you don't feel too scared of those games. But three of the last four games, so you do spend uh, much of uh, December uh, or or kind of mid-December on, you spend on the road. Okay, so I wanted to go over a couple of those things real quick. Now, we have an opportunity right now. We sat down in the Cowboys locker room today and got to visit with the Cowboys' first-round pick, Tyler Smith. The other voice you'll hear, in addition to mine, is Ed Werder from ESPN, and he and I do a podcast together called Doomsday, and then sometimes we uh, go ahead and share those interviews on the Matt Mosley Show. All right, here is our visit with Cowboys first-round pick Tyler Smith out of Tulsa. Tyler Smith, the uh, Cowboys first-round pick, um, just, in the, signed. just signed. Yes, officially a million. Let's call this. <laughs> let's call this his first interview since signing. Yeah, I don't know if that's accurate, but he is now on the Doomsday Podcast. Congratulations, your first practice, and basically the news was breaking during the, you know, during the rookie minicamp. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> what was it like? What was your first day on the field like? Man, it was great. Like, uh, I definitely, I definitely got introduced to that NFL tempo. Coach Blasco, Coach Philbin, you know, they were getting, you know, they were getting after it. So it was, it was great. We got a lot of good work in today, quick and concise, like, and it's definitely, you know, it's going to be an adjustment, but, you know, I'm happy to rise to the occasion. What's the biggest thing you noticed right away about the pace of practice? Any any major differences, or did it feel, you know, pretty, pretty normal to all these college practices you've been a part of? I mean, I come from a tempo team. You know, mm-hmm. University of Tulsa, we run a lot of tempo. But I definitely say an individual, the tempo is a lot faster. It's a lot, it's a le- it's less talking. Like, we do all the talking in meetings before practice, and we get to the field. Like, it's action time. Like, we're trying to get reps, reps, reps. And I say that's probably the biggest difference from here to now. But in terms of team, like, team is pretty similar. Like, you know, we got to do a little bit of extra running, which is absolutely fine. Like, like Coach McCarthy says, uh, we're built up on championship conditioning. Like, that's what's going to make the difference. So, you know, I'm going to embrace that. I'm definitely going to get better each day. You, you've mostly played tackle. You see the opening opportunity to play right away with a rookie at guard, I assume, if you can win the competition there. How big a change is that for you? You're trying to adjust to a new level and potentially a position change at the same time? I mean, it's definitely a change for sure. Like, you know, in terms of footwork, in terms of steps, in terms of, you know, the leverage you got to play with. But, you know, Coach Philbin and Coach Blasco are doing a fantastic job getting me up to speed. Like, just in a short time that we've been doing Zoom meetings and meeting together, like, you know, I've been taking leaps and bounds. And, like, you know, I'm ready to play. Like, you know, I'm always – I'm a competitor. I'm always ready to rise to the occasion. And, you know, uh, God willing, like, you know, I'll be out there and doing my thing for sure. What does it What does it feel like over there uh, lining up at – at guard, and you have to communicate with the left tackle. They say they think of you as a left side player. Obviously, what's the uh, what's the what's the immediate feeling like when you're over there? Does it feel somewhat natural? I mean, it does kind of feel natural because I played left guard in high school. You know, things come a things come a little quicker at guard for sure. So you got to be cognizant of that. But you know, this is day one. It felt really good. Like you know, we're going to improve a lot more from the day. Like you know, we just you know, Rome wasn't built in the day, but you know, we're trying to build it quickly at the same time. So. We're definitely we're doing a lot of good work, and we're only gonna get better with each other. And have you heard from Larry Allen? Have you gotten to uh, visit I, with him? The uh, you know now that you're wearing his jersey, I haven't had the pleasure of speaking with him. Hopefully soon I can. Like you know that would be cool. Like I, I said earlier, like I got to meet with Michael Irvin. He had me on his podcast, which is really cool. Like we you know we talked, we chopped it up, and that was just you know I was a real experience talking.
talking to a Hall of Famer. Like, he gave me a lot of good information. He's like, you know, young man, like, keep your head down, take care of your family, and let the football take care of everything else. Because, you know, that's what I'm here for. You know, that's my job, to play football. Yeah. You know, that's what I, you know, that's what I live to do. That's my passion. Why, why did you decide to wear 73? Why I decided to wear 73? Man, when I, when I got called by the Cowboys, it was funny because they, um, they told me, you know, with the O-line here, the way the culture is, like, the O-line wears 70 numbers. Like, the center wears, like, like 60 or 50, but, the old, like, guards and tackles got to wear 70s. So they had 71 and 77 available. And, you know, when I seen 73 was available, I was a no-brainer for me because, you know, I knew a Larry Allen. Like, you know, I watched, you know, I watched his story on ESPN as a kid. And, like, he was one of my favorite players. And, you know, that famous, not only was he a monster with the bench press, but, you know, that chase down block just, you know, displayed his athleticism. And, like, you know, I saw a lot of him and me, like, for sure. And that's the way I that's the demeanor I want to play with. You know, that's what I want to bring to the table at guard. So that's kind of why I picked the number for sure. Okay, and he maxed out at about 600 on the bench. What's your what's the best you most you've ever done? Man, what's the most I ever done? Uh, most I ever did was 405. Like, you know, that was you know, I was lightweight too. That was lightweight. I could have gone higher. I just haven't done it yet. But uh, you know, I'm definitely working towards getting better each day for sure. Like I'm, I'm gonna get up there, I'm gonna try to surpass him. That's gonna be a hard mark to Whoa. reach, but I can, Whoa. I'm gonna try. All right, he's going to try to surpass Larry Allen, who used to squat well over 700 pounds. And, and uh, I mean, he could throw up. I'm trying to remember what, he, at one point, I, I remember seeing some video of him doing like 225. I bet he threw it up 40 or 50 times like it was nothing and could max out at well over. Now, Baylor had some players back in the 80s. The Addicts brothers, at least I think Mark Addicts, who went on to become a uh, orthopedic surgeon who literally were benching somewhere in the neighborhood of like 550, 565, which is just crazy. I can't even believe you could put that amount of weight on a bar, but uh, it did happen back then. And, uh, Aaron, we won't comment if they had. Back in the 80s, some guys seemed to have a little extra help at times on some of that weightlifting, <laughs> but uh, – uh, those were uh, those good times, and boy, Larry Allen was one of the most massive. This guy, Aaron, up close, I'll just tell you, he was a fun, impressive guy. I mean, you got to hear it visiting with him. He's just a kind of a fun-loving, uh, seems like he's got a great attitude, Tyler Smith. And I, I think it'll be fascinating. He does not look like Tyron Smith. You know, Tyron Smith came in and was this chiseled, just, I mean, and he's always been like that. He's just, it's kind of like amazing. This guy's different. This guy's a bulkier type guy, but he's not. It, it, Larry Allen was just this massive human, and, and this guy's well-proportioned, but he does not look like Tyron Smith, okay? And not many people do, but uh, interesting getting to visit with him. Next, we have the uh, Cowboys... Vice President of Personnel, Will McClay, the man who puts the draft together. What did he think of all these Cowboys rookies? You'll hear from him next. This is ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's Deborah Check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, a big weekend in Baylor Athletics, including baseball back in action on the road, track and field runs at the Big 12 Championships, and men's tennis with a Sweet 16 matchup against Stanford. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. 
When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Wear what the Bears wear. Get the latest in Baylor Nike gear at the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at BaylorShop.com. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor softball bowed out of the Big 12 tournament in Oklahoma City yesterday with a tough 2-1, eight-inning loss to the Iowa State Cyclones. Baylor had a 1-0 lead with two outs in the bottom of the seventh inning. The Cyclones tied the game with a run on a passed ball, then won it with a run on a sacrifice fly in the eighth inning. Baylor bows out of the tournament. They're 28-24 and 24 on the season. Meanwhile, Baylor baseball back in action after a 10-day break for finals. They're on the road at Kansas State this weekend. Games tonight at 6, tomorrow at 4, and Sunday at 1, all right here on ESPN Central Texas. Meanwhile, Baylor men's tennis at home for a Sweet 16 matchup, a super regional matchup against the Stanford Cardinal. Baylor ranked number three in the nation, the number three national seed, Stanford number 18 in the nation, Head coach Michael Woodson is looking for his team to peak at the right time here in May. For sure. Um, you know, we're really excited to see. You want to get the guys to peak at the at the right moment, and there's no, you know, perfect recipe to get that to happen. But at the end of the day, we've been seeing ourselves have success throughout the year, but I would say not playing our best tennis at every spot every match, um, you know, where we felt like we have six really good singles positions and three really good doubles positions, you know, things were kind of off and we would get over the hump in some matches where, uh, we didn't feel like it was our best performance. Uh, and so it's been great to see from this group, the, the guys that needed that confidence boost really step up in pressure situations and get the job done. Michael Woodson and Baylor men's tennis hosting Stanford tonight at the Herd Tennis Center. 6.30 match time for the matchup this evening. The winner advances to the national quarterfinals in Champaign, Illinois. And the Big 12 Outdoor Track and Field Championships are underway today in Lubbock. Action Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for the Baylor men and women. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Have a great and safe weekend. More Monday. I'm John Morris. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at the nitschegroup.com. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see mostly cloudy and muggy conditions on this Friday night. Low temperatures fall to 72 degrees. Tomorrow, mostly sunny skies. We've got a weak front moving through, and that may kick off a 20% chance of a shower late in the day. I think most of us stay dry with a high of 95 and mostly sunny, hot and humid on Sunday with a high of 98. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Baseball is back, and the schedule is set. Now's the time to make plans for your group to join us for our Rangers game this season. You and your crew will see our exciting team that features baseball's best middle infield, all in the climate-controlled comfort of Globe Life Field. Group tickets for 15 or more start at just $10 a piece. Let us help your group find the best space and the best deal. Call 972-RANGERS today or visit TexasRangers.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Coaches Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coaches Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue. Avenue in downtown Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. NFL schedule is out. Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams will host the Buffalo Bills on September 8th. Cowboys get two Sunday night games and one Monday night game. Dallas Mavericks keep the series alive, beating the Suns 113-86. Heat close out their series, beating the 76ers 99-90. In the NHL, Dallas hosts Calgary tonight. Calgary leads the series 3-2. Boskeville heading to the area round in baseball playoffs, beating Italy 10-5. 
10 to nothing last night. Tonight in UIL playoff softball, game two with Crawford and Italy, six o'clock first pitch, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Rangers win a series beating KC three to one. Texas starts a series with Boston tonight at home, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley's show. Reminder, Baylor baseball coming up. Uh, pre-game will start at 545. Uh, first pitch at 6 o'clock as they play Kansas State. They are in Manhattan. Very important. Thank you, Alan Samuels, uh, for uh, for what you do. Huge part of this show. Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, and uh, everything. The, the Memorial Day sales event. Uh, shop that large selection of 2022 cars, trucks, and SUVs. And then um, also keep in mind, for maintenance or repair, let their skilled technicians take care of your vehicle and uh, get you back on the road. Uh, it's, it's a great way. It's a great approach that they have to not just try to make that one car sell. It's to have you come there uh, for uh, the long haul for many years. And uh, that is Alan Samuels. Uh, come by. Let's be friends. You've heard that for years. Love that. Okay, it is uh, – the Matt Mosley Show, and we had the pleasure earlier today of visiting with the Cowboys Vice President of Player Personnel. His name is Will McClay. He puts the draft board together, and you'll hear the voices. You'll hear my voice. You'll also hear Ed Werder from ESPN, and um, this is something we do uh, for, called the Doomsday Podcast. You can follow that on Stitcher or uh, or your, your iPhone Apple podcast, and I think you'll uh, I think you'll enjoy that. But uh, we wanted to share this exclusive interview with you. Here is our visit with uh, Will McClay, Cowboys personnel czar. So, Will, you, today your rookie minicamp starts. You had a chance to look at the guys that you've drafted and signed as uh, rookie free agents. What impression did the first-round pick make on you today? Well, his eagerness and his athletic ability, um, you know, we're going through the drills. You see the quickness off of the ball. Uh, you see the willingness to want to put your body on somebody, even if we're in these conditions without the pads. So you see the football player and you see the athlete. How, how closely graded were those top three guys? I mean, Jerry obviously held up the chart to everyone's horror uh, and, and saw where your board was, where <laughs> yeah, Tyler Stewart was genuinely above yeah. both of those players. But I think the grades were fairly close. But what put him above those other guys in your mind? I, I think it's the youth, the upside, the athleticism, uh, and the ability. You know, when you pick a guy that early, you want to be able to keep him and you want to grow and you want to have a starter for a long time. So you see those traits. Huh? You know, it's interesting. A lot of times we go, well, you get your first round. He needs to start immediately. Y'all have an opening here. But it seems like Steven was almost not trying to put too much pressure on him in that regard. How do you kind of view that? You know, because usually we say, okay, you have an opening. This guy needs to be the starter. It doesn't seem like I'm hearing that about Tyler. Sometimes you go through this stuff and you put pressure on guys and you put undue pressure on them. What we want to do is have competition. If he earns that uh, that opportunity to start, he earns that opportunity to start. And we hope that he does and we're expecting him to, but it's all about competition to me. It's like, let me bring in the best football players we can, let them compete, and then we'll have the best football team. When, when you looked at the tape and thought about the season personally, what, how big an issue did you see the offensive line being? 
on at the end of the year. Not only the loss of the 49ers, but just the lack of productivity in, in the offense in general the last six games. Well, I'm not going to say lack of productivity. We ended where we ended up statistically, but at the end of the day, you know, you got to go through and you got to have your people and you got to win those games. We didn't do that at the end, which is why we wanted to add to that because it all starts up front offensively and defensively for me and for us is, you know, you got to build that thing and keep it strong because it's a long season, 17 games, COVID and all those things also took a lot of sting out of what we had. So we've just got to build the depth and be strong. And you never know. We're not one player away and you never know. Want to be a more physical team on offense? Is, oh, yeah, is it safe to say that? It's football. You got to be a more physical football team. We want to continue to build that. We want to continue, continue to build, you know, the nasty and the attitude of the football team. That's how you get over the hump and do those things that we need to do. When you see Sam out here, uh, Sam Williams, and, you know, just obviously he's got the great size and everything. Would you kind of see today? I mean, I'm sure when you come out here and watch these guys, it just confirms a lot. You put in all the work, so it's kind of fun to see. But what what is your thought about him? And is he another guy you can, I mean, you, you kind of you know want to take your time with, or does he seem like a guy that can jump right in for you? Well, you know, after one day, it's hard to say. After uh-huh. one day, you know, it's fresh legs. It's like the first day of school. Everybody wants to know everything on the first day of school. Yeah. But see him out here running, and you see the physical ability, all the traits, and it's like adding another piece to the defense of speed, uh, you know, temperament, athleticism. And he, you know, we saw out here getting off the ball, how quick he gets off the ball, you know, all those things. It excites you a little bit when we start now, when we start getting the vets in on Monday and start mixing them in, that's going to be real exciting. But you do have it. It's fairly easy for a guy like him to find playing time as a pass rusher yes. in a situational role as a rookie, and it's not all that complicated. It's something he's excelled at in his college career, and, and that opening seems to be there with Randy Gregory signing with Denver, true? Yeah. It's true. I mean, you know, we're always looking for pass rushes. This league has turned into so much passing. So when you have somebody that can speed up the quarterback's clock, then that also increases your opportunities for turnovers and, you know, things like that. So adding his that element to the defense and then having a role, there's a number of things you can do. You saw him inside a little bit, mm-hmm. bouncing around a little bit. So just to kind of get a feel for the tour we got. How, how fun is it talking to Dan? about like kind of what he has a vision for a player and then you've been scouting and look at these guys for a long time that whole process that has to be kind of yeah it's really cool it's yeah. a unique process in the way that Mike's done it and then you know with the offensive staff and then Dan with the defensive staff it's you have a vision for the player one of the things we do when we want to draft the guy we, you know the coaches we all have to buy in the coaches got to have a vision for him and tell us what they see him do and Dan does a great job of saying hey with the roles that he can see him play in the number of plays the vision and kind of seeing it you know further out and down the line that really helps us as we try and target players and value guys. Do you ever look to see like what kind of grades that you got in the draft? Do you ever kind of peek around and see what folks are saying or you just kind of are you able to ignore that stuff? I don't like I did it like one time early and I was like we don't know what they're talking about and at the end of the day you know everybody's got an opinion using you know Tyler's quote on the deal Um, but how can you give a grade when you have no idea what they're going into, what they're doing, and, you know, as human beings, we all get an opportunity to grow and find out what we're all about, and that's what this whole process is all about. Yeah. So you, you don't study the Edward or mock draft too no, much? No, I don't. Yeah. No, I don't. I didn't no, do Edward one this year because no. I heard Will was not going to look at it. No. Like like the mock drafts and stuff, I'll look at because yeah, yeah. Because guys yeah. are getting their information from somewhere, and it exactly. does give you a little bit of idea, you know,
know, I don't think we know everything, and I, I'll never profess to say that I know everything. But, you know, some of that outside information does help formulate and tell a story and, you know. Where a guy might be on some Yeah, where a guy or... might be because y'all get y'all's information from talking to people. Um, scouts and coaches in, in this game, they have a way of not being able to hold their tongue sometimes. And so it, you, do get, yeah, owners, yeah. <laughs> you do get some insight from that stuff. Um, and so I look at that and, and, and we kind of, you know, you get a good feel for it. What about Jalen Tolbert? What opportunity did you see for him for early playing time? And, and what, what skills do you most admire about him? Well, I admire his ability to play inside and outside, and I think he can do that at a high level. And he's smart enough to be able to handle it. He understands spacing. You know, he'll have to get used to the speed of the game. But yeah, his ability to play inside and outside, um, to be able to catch the ball, catch the ball in traffic, and to be able to get deep with some sneaky speed, and then you add that into the group and how Kellen uses him. I'm excited about the upside of him. And Dak, Dak got in touch with him before he was drafted. Sound like you were involved in making that mm-hmm. connection a priority. Why? I just think it's important because, you know, Dak's the leader of this team. Uh, and, you know, the, the, the players know players really well, and they can pick up on things, and they can understand. And this generation is a little bit different, so I need some help in understanding the generation. And just Dak and how he does and how he communicates with people and his feel for people, you know, and the, the, the list of guys that we gave him is, you know, it was important because it's, uh, you know, he can give you a little bit more insight. Did you draft one of his guys? Uh, yeah. Did you sign any of them as free agents? Yep. Oh, some of his other yeah. contacts uh, are here too? Uh, I think so. I got to remember the list, but I think we did. I think we did. What, what, what was his report on Jalen after he had the conversation? He like, was, did he watch tape first and then? Oh, yeah. I mean, Dak did his homework, and he you know, he wanted to have a background on talking to these guys and what they did. But he, um, when he came away, he says, you know, all ball. You know, they had some interesting conversations about, uh, you know, books. They read different stuff. So he has his own unique way of finding out who the guys are. And that was really cool to me um, is, is that, that he did that, and it's, Hey, I'm bringing guys on my team. I want to know who they are, and that that was that's why that was important to me. For his age, I mean, I was just watching him get separation and try to get off. I mean, from a route running standpoint, sometimes it takes guys a while. Just the, the tiny bit we got to see. I mean, it looks it looks very. Uh, kind of accomplished in that area is that one of the things that stood out to y'all when you were watching him and everything yes it's 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 his body control his ability to stop starts his ability to run routes understand leverage understand where holes and different things are in the defense for a young receiver you know because in college football nowadays these guys it's more like find space and sit down now reading coverages and those things is a little bit more difficult for these guys once they come in but you can see him have those skills the transition skills as well as the awareness to be able to play the position inside and outside Damone Clark is an interesting guy because I think you guys had him graded as a third-round pick and got him several rounds later because of the questions about this. what he had, a spinal fusion mm-hmm. surgery. Tough surgery, tough injury for a linebacker. Mm-hmm. you see him playing a role this year, or is this, do you see this as more of a redshirt year? Like I'm not a doctor, but the plan is that, uh, you know, when we get the information from the doctors, it's rolling him through the process when the timing is right. I think that he's hungry and he's, uh, ever since we drafted him, he's been all on point with communication about what he's doing, you know, because the trainers told him to, hey, report in when he reports in twice a day, you know, those sort of things. So football is important to him. And then in the meetings, he's all there. And I'm excited about the opportunity when he does get on the field. I don't have a timetable, but he's the kind of guy that you want on the team. How good a player was he before the injury? Really good football player. Really good football player that had all the traits that we were looking 
for. He can cover back, he can cover tight end, he can blitz, you know, can play the run, you know, and he's really instinctive and he's an intense football player. And, you know, we talked about the competition and the physicality. He had those traits as well as, you know, just being a guy that loves ball. John Ridgeway is the last guy I wanted to ask about. He's kind of a different type of body style pick for you guys. What did you see in him that made that a guy who was desirable to you? He's nasty when you play in the NFC East and we're going to have some nasty battles. Um, you know, just adding to the nastiness, physicality of our team, uh, being able to control gaps, those sort of things that allow now the athletes, the you know, bigger, faster, stronger guys that we have that we're adding to the defense, allowing them to play off of that. They don't have to worry about those gaps. We're looking for those kind of guys, and then that adds to our ability now to get people to those third down situations and passing situations. Those it's funny that we all assume that y'all take a bunch of Arkansas players because of the Joe. And when you look back at the history, you you don't. And they, yeah. it's not like they don't have good players that right. you like. It just hasn't it fallen just that, fallen that way. way. Yeah. 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 So you finally got a Razorback after razorback, yeah. after a few years. Regrets on not taking more Baylor players? Um, I went to Rice, so I'm not going to commit <laughs> comment and commit to anything on that. No, Baylor had some good some good guys that we had, you know, rated, uh, you know, graded. At, 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 a, at a draftable value, and then people got them and got them early, and it was good. To, it was exciting to see for Baylor, you, you know, not for Rice guy, but for Baylor. Yeah, it was good for Last thing before we surrender you to the cafeteria, yeah. which awaits burgers. Uh, wanted to ask you about. The, you mentioned the the division, the mm -hmm. competition in the division, the style of play. How hard was it to sit there? Even though you dominated the division, so you put yourselves in this position by succeeding against the division, but you had to watch your rivals pick five players in the first round before you got to pick, and the Giants apparently took the two guys who were first and second on your board. Uh, so how do you evaluate what the division did uh, versus what you accomplished in terms of I think improving your team? The division got better, we got better, and, you know, it's... It's the NFC East. You never know what's going to happen. I know that, you know, those teams, that our opponents got better, um, but I think we did too. Now it's how we get together and how we compete on those Sundays when we, you know, when we go against them. I mean, they got better. We got better. Feels like you got a better roster than we did. Could I <laughs> laminate? I don't know yeah. why that is, but yeah. yes. Jerry will show it to us later. Yeah. 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 Will, thank you Thanks, very man. much. Thanks, the Doomsday Podcast. That was Matt Mosley talking with Dallas Cowboys Vice President of Player Personnel, Will McClay, earlier today. Coming up, we've got Baylor Baseball right now, John Morris and the Big 12 Buzz on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's Kevin Check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, we'll look at Big 12 Conference Baseball heading into a key weekend of games, including key series at the top of the standings and a little further down. Details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Brunerado family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit Brunerado.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at Brunerado.com. Your family since 1928. Check out the Baylor Bookstore on campus for the latest men's, women's, and children's Baylor apparel. The Baylor Bookstore, also available online at BaylorShop.com. 
Scott Drew, head coach of Baylor basketball. June 13th through 15th, we need you in the Farrell Center. Biddy ball camp, 9 a.m. to 11. That's for four to seven-year-olds. And then day camp is 1 to 5. That's third to 12th graders. Go to BaylorBears.com for further details. See you in the Farrell now for a look at this weekend's matchups in the Big 12 Conference. Here again is the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Today, a look at Big 12 Conference baseball heading into a big weekend of conference action. Headline matchup this weekend is a top 10 matchup in Stillwater as ninth-ranked Texas Tech takes on number three Oklahoma State at Obrate Stadium in Stillwater. The Cowboys had won seven in a row before a midweek loss, an 8-7 loss to Dallas Baptist. They are 13-5 in conference play, 34-14 overall. Texas Tech sits at two games back in the league at 11-7 in the conference. They are 32-16 overall on the year. Texas Tech at Oklahoma State begins tonight at 6, the weekend series on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. TCU sits in second place in the league standings. They're at 13-8. They'll close conference play this weekend with a series in Lawrence against the Jayhawks. TCU at 13-8. Kansas in the bottom of the league standings right now at 4-14. That series also available on Big 12 now on ESPN+. And a key series between Baylor at Kansas State. Games you'll hear here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears sitting at 5-13 in the league, coming off a 10-day break for finals. Kansas State a game ahead as the weekend begins at 6-12 in the conference. The Bears with a game advantage on last place Kansas. Remember, eight of the nine Big 12 schools advance to the Big 12 tournament beginning May 25th in Arlington this year. Baylor has never missed a Big 12 baseball postseason tournament. The Bears and the Wildcats play a three-game series in Manhattan beginning at 6 o'clock tonight. The broadcast beginning at 5.45 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television all weekend on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. The other series, two teams in the middle of the pack, West Virginia visiting Oklahoma. The Sooners at 11-7 in conference play, tied for third in the league standings. West Virginia a game back at 10-8 in Big 12 conference play. The Texas Longhorns have the weekend off. They sit at 11-10 in Big 12 play as the conference nears the end of the regular season. And that's today's Spectrum Big 12 buzz. Have a great weekend. More Monday. I'm John Morris.